Hey everybody, and welcome back to Second Draft. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, this is the podcast where we take a movie, TV show, or sometimes a video game that didn't quite hit the mark and see if we can turn it into something that is actually watchable. Uh, my name is Isaiah, and I'm joined by my buddy Ben. Say hey, Ben. Hey, hey, it's good to be back. Yeah, we haven't recorded in a bit. It's been, you know, life's weird right now for everybody. <laughs> What's going on? What are you talking yeah, about? It's, it's a thing. It, you know, life's... Life's just one of those things that'll it'll get you. It'll <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, today we are talking about uh, let's say the movie that sort of cemented Michael Bay's unique reputation in the industry, Transformers. Um. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I liked Transformers when I was a kid. I watched some of the cartoons, but I, I was agree. I was. I was not like overly fond of the franchise per se. I remember um, I was I was a huge fan of the toys. I've always wanted yeah, like one of those super complex action figure, and I never got. Yeah, it. yeah. I got a. I remember I got at least one, and I was super into it. But I don't know. Like, even though I like the toys because I like the idea of a car, tur- a cool sports car, turning into a big robot guy with a gun. Yeah, there was never like any attachment to like the mythos of Transformers, so to say. You know, it was just like <laughs> yeah. there there's some cartoons and the toys were cool, and that was pretty much all it went for me. I know there there were people who were like fans of the '80s cartoons who were like super excited for this movie. But when did they? What came? Was it the to- the toys came first, right, or was it the show? Yeah, yeah. So the, the Transformers was probably like one of the top of the 80s TV shows, like that generation of cartoons that were made to sell toys. So that's like G- that's like He-Man, G.I. Joe, Transformers, um, a couple of others that I can't think of because it was before my time. But, you know, like hot take real quick, the TV show in the 80s wasn't a masterpiece. But, you know, people, people enjoyed it. You know, it's nostalgic. Man, you're going to get crucified. Eh, it's whatever. It's, you know, it's get over it that's all i have to say uh, is canceled <laughs> yes flame war um okay so obviously you know the transformers movies have a reputation for being terrible mm-hmm. um and uh, and you know most people attribute it to michael bay which i don't know like i don't particularly like michael bay but i do see his style in his previous movies and then this movie it did like it kind of felt like he finally got his hands on cgi and he could just do whatever he want but he made some fun movies before transformers and now yeah. oh i remember he made the island was really good people right the, um, I- the island, island um what else what else uh he made pearl harbor which yep yes I, wait i was... what did he make pearl harbor yeah he directed pearl harbor oh why did I think that was James Cameron? I don't know. Um, okay. Anyway. I don't know what goes on in your mind. That's fair. That's fair. I uh, I was like nine when Pearl Harbor came out, and I remember mm-hmm. it being... I enjoyed it. Like, I didn't have a full memory, so I just remember a couple of scenes. Yeah. But, um, I, I had a good time. There's another Nicolas Cage movie that he directed, I think, that um, I remember was really good. Like, one of those... 80s and obviously he did bad boys which is uh instant classic bad boys one and two what you're gonna do when they come for you but anyway is he doing <laughs> is he doing the third one uh well the third one already came out i don't know if he did it i would assume not 
just because oh, I no, feel like he's not, not yeah, he's not directing as much nowadays. Um, anyway, so, yeah, let's just hop into the plot synopsis, and then we will start the timer and get this baby wrapped up in an hour. Sound good? Let's do it. Sounds good to me. Okay, spoiler alerts for Transformers, which came out in, like, 2008 or something, so... Uh, here we go. Sam Witwicky buys his first car, a yellow Camaro, from a used car dealership. After a few shenanigans, the car reveals itself to be an alien robot named Bumblebee. After a quick talk with Bumblebee's leader, Optimus Prime, Sam learns that his ancestor discovered the body of Megatron and by proxy the location of the Allspark, which gives life to Transformers. B and Sam are captured by the government and are taken to, and are taken to the Allspark in the Hoover Dam. Megatron is awakened and the Autobots and Decepticons fight over the cube. The fight ends when Sam puts the cube into Megatron's heart, killing Megatron and destroying the cube. The movie ends as Optimus Prime sends a message into the stars telling the Autobots to come to Earth. End of movie. You know, that was a really great synopsis. Thank you. It was super just, short because this movie say, doesn't have... I don't, I don't know if yeah. you get enough credit, but your synopsis are always top-notch. Ah, thank you, man. IMDb, hire me. I'm right here. <laughs> yeah. You um, know, what's funny is I, I rewatched this movie and... Uh-huh. Um, I did not. What? <laughs> I just... I, re- I, I remembered I, it and I didn't want to... I didn't want to waste my own time <laughs> watching a movie I would hate. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. I, I pulled out all the stops. I rented it on Xbox for $4. Oh, my God. Wow. And then I didn't finish it because I had to do other stuff. And sure, then my rental sure, expired, sure. so I had to re-rent it just today. To <laughs> so, oh God, why I would hope... you do that? Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm—that's how dedicated I am to this podcast. Oh no, I—I I mean, I barely care about this show at all. No, I'm joking. Oh God. Um, <laughs> all right, let's start the timer. We've got one hour to rewrite this movie um, into a banger. All right, starting now. Okay, so, so to start off, I know there was Oh, sorry. Um I know there was a movie called Bumblebee, I believe, that came out only a couple of years ago. It's like the most recent Transformers movie. Um mm-hmm. so I'm going to assume it like it seems like it's some sort of like like a soft reboot of the franchise or some or maybe it's a prequel, I'm not entirely sure, but I'm going to assume that a lot of the type of stuff that we're going to talk about today probably comes up in that movie because i'm sure when they were like let's like either do a reboot or a prequel whatever it is like they probably try to look and examine at the issues of this movie and see if they could give a you know make something more satisfying but i haven't watched that movie so you know i didn't steal any of these ideas i guess is what i'm saying i guess i'm just covering my own ass let's just let's just think that the more recent movies don't even exist yeah that's fair I mean, I can't. Honest, not... I mean, none of these movies should exist. But... Yeah, I can't erase them from my mind. Like, so fun anecdote about myself: every once in a while, if there's like a movie or a TV show or a video game that's like particularly bad, just like really, really, really bad, I actually get physically sick. Like, I get like nauseous <laughs> and I want to throw up. And I know this is like this sounds super pretentious. Um, I didn't feel that for this movie. I've watched it a couple of times. I haven't watched it recently, but the fourth, I think it's the fourth, the whatever one introduced, um, oh my God, what's his name? They got Mark rid Wahlberg? of, 
Yes, or Mark Shia Wahlberg. LaBeouf. Thank you. Mark no, LaBeouf. they got rid of Shia LaBeouf and subbed in Mark Wahlberg. The Mark Wahlberg movie. That movie is like three hours, and I was physically ill the entire time. Oh, so, yeah, yeah. There's really we can only go up with this franchise in terms of the actual writing, you know, like I you know, I think the point of these movies is the spectacle is big explosions and giant yeah. metal people ramming into each other. But um let's talk about the plot. Uh the plot I, sucks. I when I was rewatching it, um Yeah. to backtrack a little bit, talking about your synopsis and and how it was very concise and very good. I Thank was, you. Um when I rewatch this movie, it's so convoluted with so many characters. So that's mm. why I'm like, I'm surprised you were able to be able to make it into such a, a neat little package. Um, oh, thank you, man. And I think you, the intention is not to like make this an hour of just bashing on this movie, which we could do, right? I mm-hmm, think. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to limit myself. But um, anyway. I feel like a good step there's uh, to rewrite in this movie is there's a lot of different perspe- a lot of characters in this movie. They yeah. just like toss out these new characters like candy. Like you're seeing sure, new characters sure, sure. after an hour in the movie. You're like, oh my god. Uh, that yeah, so, that's a very good point. Very good point. So I think a, a really good uh, um, step forward is to either eliminate a, uh, a lot of these characters or combine mm-hmm. their storylines. Yeah, like, well, I mean, I think that definitely goes along with what my first suggestion would be, which is I think, all in all, I feel like this movie just needs a shift in focus. I think what would be the most, at least for me, the most interesting way of doing this movie is if we shift the focus off of Shia LaBeouf and put it on the actual Transformers. Because the movie's named after them, and you're there to see them fight, but they really aren't characters. Like, if anybody's watching, uh, if anybody's listening to this podcast who hasn't watched that movie recently, one of them dies. One of their friends that they've known for like however many hundreds of years, how old these robots are, just freaking gets ripped in half in like the last oh, yeah. 15 minutes of the movie, and nobody seems to care. It just does. Like, I bet whoever's listening to this, you didn't even remember that that dude died. I don't remember his name even. Like, I just remember he was smaller, I think, than the rest of them. So my point being that, like, the Transformers really aren't characters in this movie. And I feel like in the TV show, they were the the main characters. They were the focus. You had human characters, if I remember right. But the main, you know, the, the characters we saw change and grow or whatever you want to say were the actual you know, freaking robots that the show was named after. So my first thought is let's instead get, get away from Shia LaBeouf and let's put the focus on Bumblebee and make give him an actual character arc, start the movie with him and end the movie with him and actually have him go through a character arc of change. He can, you know, however we do that, I think that'll just ins- instantly let us trim all that fat that you were talking about of like all these you know you get rid of you get rid of i always forget his name but i love him as an actor the 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 guy who gets pissed on in this movie by bumblebee uh, <laughs> uh what's john, his name uh where's um, i have uh john tutoro john tutoro i love john tutoro he's great oh he's um, great but but you you can cut his character out you can cut out the army people's whoa whoa, whoa let's slow down I don't. Well, want to, I, mean, I don't want to cut John Turturro. 
You That's sure? He's a staple. I don't. Okay. I personally, I don't. I I I like John Turturro. I feel like we could use him in a different area if we really needed John Turturro in this movie. Make but make John Turturro his, the voice of Bumblebee. That'd actually be kind of funny. That'd be pretty hilarious, honestly. <laughs> no, uh, or but make him the voice John Turturro's character, the hackers, the army men. There's this whole thing yeah. with the Secretary of Defense. Like all of these extra human characters aren't necessary, especially if you make the movie about the Transformers and you make it about Bumblebee and his yeah. friends trying to save their, you know, species or whatever it is they're trying to do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I I wonder if we ship the focus to primarily to the uh, Autobots and particularly Bumblebee, would the audience even care about the humans? Like, how did, how would the humans be play any significant role if it's if we're focusing on huge giant robots? Uh, well, I think that we can have human like sidekicks, so to speak. Like, I, I think it all depends on what character arc we want our transformer to have i i'm assuming it's going to be bumblebee just because making the main character optimus prime i feel like would be kind of like a little dead in the water because we he you know he potentially doesn't have much character growth to have anymore but whatever we can talk about that later um are you saying you don't think people would empathize with the yeah. transformers themselves yeah, I, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Or, or it, I mean, it would it would still be beloved by the fans, but to a mm-hmm. wider audience, they'll be like, uh, at least for me, just speaking for myself, mm-hmm. it would f- be hard for me to kind of relate to that. If because uh, really, I like uh, how they chose to have like a human protagonist, mm-hmm. but then they went way overboard and just had so many humans. That, oh, interesting. Well, yeah, so- my my thought is that there have been there are examples of non-human characters being the focus of the audience's like empathy, you know, just because they're not actually human as long as we give them enough human characteristics and make them likable, then I think the audience can still attach themselves to them even if they're not human, you know. Um, yeah, but I hate all those movies. You sure? I mean, the first yeah, one that comes uh, to my, the first one um, that comes to mind is Finding Nemo for me, and I feel like I love those characters even though they're. I, I hate Finding Nemo. Any character oh, that's dear. not a human, I'm like, get that thing off my screen. <laughs> no, I know what you're saying. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think, well, because we're already banking like that, that. It's always the weirdest thing to me. Like, this is obviously like obviously I don't have data. Obviously, I'm not like some distributing. You know, I'm not the head of. I don't know what's a big distributor paramount that paramount is a distributor, uh, right? yeah, yeah okay paramount i think paramount distributes this movie whatever anyway point is i don't have the market data i don't obviously i don't like know what is gonna sell or whatever but it always seems so weird to me that like the focus nowadays seems to be so much on like revitalizing old ip and just like you know trying to grab the audience from those ips with it but then they don't like try to make those people happy you know what i mean yeah so it's like obviously you want the widest audience possible but i think i feel like to a certain extent you want to make your core audience happy and then they tell the red the wider audience that the movie's awesome and then you get interest in it that way you know you know what i'm saying 
I don't want to get yeah. into like I don't want to get into you know. <laughs> yeah, let, let's go back to the the to the actual plot. We, right. we get yeah we got to re, re, rewrite this bad boy. Okay. Um, um. So let's just for now let's just start off with the idea of Bumblebee being the main character, and we'll have human characters, okay. but like okay. our 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 actual focus is on Bumblebee and Bumblebee. I think I think the best way to do this would be a kind of like a sort of kind of fish out of water situation where Bumble we can like start the movie where Bumblebee's you know doing his war stuff with the Autobots probably on Cybertron and we can like sort of end the first act of the yeah. movie with Bumblebee coming to Earth and meeting the human that he's going to like assimilate with while he tries to find the uh info about the allspark right yeah oh yeah yeah okay yeah so like a, Bumblebee that... can still meet up with Shia LaBeouf yeah sure and I don't have a problem with Shia LaBeouf I actually you know I like him he's he, yeah he's I like a, him too he's yeah he's a likable he he's no like John a real likable but you know whatever yes that is I true like no no one can replace John Tutura by the yeah. way they introduced Al uh Alan Tudyk I think is his name in this franchise at one point and he was just a bit character in one movie and then he was gone and i was not happy about it because i freaking love alan tudyk i think his alan name is alan tudyk. tudyk is it alec no it's alan he was uh, in firefly did you ever watch that show no eh whatever he does a bunch of voices now he's a he's a great voice actor but he's a great actor he's hilarious um anyway moving on okay so let's start first act out of five we're starting on Cybertron. There's okay. a bunch. There's a bunch of fighting happening. Um, presumably, the Autobots are losing, but they also are able somehow through. I mean, I think part of what we need to do to make the Transformers more empathetic is like give us a cast of Transformers mm-hmm. that we can relate to. Um, so one of them, the smart I don't know Transformers very well. There's a ambulance one, I remember. Do you, <laughs> just do you literally have a just add like just cars. Yeah, and, uh, okay. That's the cast. You know what? Honestly, let's do that. We have Bumblebee and Optimus Prime, but everybody every other Transformer is going to be a car and they're going to very plainly relate to the car that like so the let's say one one turns into a uh, like a pickup truck so he's like a real meathead he's like he you know very very shallow oh, okay. relationships you know what i mean so the, yeah. the pickup truck is like a meathead who just wants to kill stuff um i'm pretty sure there's an ambulance so let's make the ambulance like a real smart guy like he's like their intel officer so to speak i, I don't know i mean i guess like for the smart guy it could be a literal smart car would that be funny <laughs> i was gonna say add a prius and it's a vegan Yes, yes, a robot vegan. I'm into yeah. that. I'm into that. Um, what else is another fun thing? I'm pretty sure the ambulance was like their smart guy in that movie. I need to. Do you remember? You watched it recently. Oh, I mean, I watched it. Doesn't mean that it makes sense. <laughs> okay, never mind. All right, so let's say we they have a uh, they have a guy who's going to turn into a smart guy, and he's their intelligence officer. He's like going through digging through archives or something like that, while the rest of the Autobots are holding off a wave of Decepticons, right? Yeah, and he finds this old record, and it's like it's an old record that has like uh, um, I don't know 
it has the exact star date that the 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 Allspark was sent off of uh, the planet, and he like does some you know he does some quick space maths, and he's like, okay, it launched at this date from this location in this direction, so that means it must have traveled here and in, in however many thousands of years since that happened, so it must have landed on this little uh, planet called Earth, and they do some research and they're like okay so earth is occupied by a bunch of these humans and so we can't you know we're autobots we're good guys we can't just show up and start messing with their you know their civilization since they aren't even spacefaring people yet i guess we got it can be the reasoning so we got to disguise ourselves as a hat right because we can't like disrupt their whole civilization thing because we're good guys like the decepticons can do it because they're bad guys but we care about other life you know yeah pretty pretty easy paper thin reasoning but i think i think it works yeah um so then optimus should they all just go at the same time or should it be like bumblebee goes by himself and then everybody else comes oh bumblebee by himself that would be that would definitely be in line with the fish out of water yeah, but I think it, we can also do they all go at the same time. It's just they all split up. So it's like, it's I don't know, let's say four or five of them on the planet, right? And then they all uh, land, and they're and they're like, all right, <laughs> like Scooby-Doo, like we're going to spread out and search for clues. I'm going to go to Asia. I'm going to go to Africa. B, you stay here in Southern California and, and see what you can dig up. You know what I mean? And then, Well, they have to send... Um... Oh, you know what? What could be could be mm-hmm. cool is um, they track the AllSpark is in our solar system, and so uh, they send each uh, Autobot to a different planet in our mm. solar system to find it. And then once um, um, Bumblebee arrives, he was like, "Oh, it's here." Then he yeah. has to wait, which uh, creates more kind of tension because he's waiting for sure, a backup. Sure. Well, I, one thing that I thought might be a little fun, which is why I was even thinking about all of them showing up at the same time, was is the idea that um, whatever lead... Okay, so I don't know if we should do this, but let's assume that Shia LaBeouf, who Bumblebee finds, is the like link that'll help them find the AllSpark, right? Part yeah. of me thinks it would be fun, kind of interesting or funny or whatever it is if he, Bumblebee shows himself as a Transformer either through accident or whatever it is and it's and it's like oh okay well then secrets out and then like bumblebee walks into the middle of his, uh, his of his neighborhood and he's like all right he found out and then like five cars on the block transform it, it into robots too and just walk up on him you know like they've they've been there the whole time keeping tabs on him they just were staying secret the whole time do you know what oh. i mean <laughs> yeah i don't know if that if it's worth it just for that one moment but i just like the idea like I know this is going to sound dumb, but, like, in these movies, except for Bumblebee in the first two acts of the... Or not even two acts, the first act of the movie, it really... They really don't need to be in disguise, if that makes any sense. Is that, do you <laughs> get what I'm saying? That's the of their movie. Yeah, it's robots just like... In disguise. Yeah, by the time the rest of the robots show up, it's kind of just like... It's only a few mon- minutes, and then all of a sudden, the government knows that they exist, and they're already tracking them down, and all this kind of stuff. It's like, so what's the point of them being in disguise if they're only going to need their disguises for five minutes? Does that make sense? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. I don't know if that's worth going through all this trouble of like trying to figure out what they're all going to be doing, 
but at least I find it more interesting that they're all on Earth, maybe even for a while. Oh, what if we did this? What if they come to Earth in, like, the 70s or something like that, and they've been on Earth for years trying to find the AllSpark, and they, <laughs> so find, and they finally they... find... Or what, what, what if they showed up in the 80s? And that's, like... <laughs> wait, wait. Are you so, joking? No. Why? <laughs> you, you, were, you gave the disclaimer, is like, you didn't see any recent movies, but that's the plot of Bumblebee. <laughs> well, I, I, I disclaimed it. I said the re- they probably looked at the first movie and were like, how can we make this not crap? I swear to God, I haven't seen that movie. <laughs> Bumblebee arrives in the 80s and he meets this Haley Steinfeld. Oh my god. Why did you tell me this? Dang it. Wait, why? Uh, I don't know, because now I feel like I have to do something different, I guess. Well, yeah, it's not bad. Um, uh, can, it, can it be set earlier? Like, they show up in, in, like, in, like, I don't know, World War II? And they're just I hanging out. I feel like out. that would be... Uh, I mean, maybe that's It'd when they can s- arrive, and if you mm-hmm. want to do a time jump to present day... But if oh, you yeah, do, yeah, yeah. oh yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, okay. Ooh, how about this? How about, okay, we still haven't really figured out what Bumblebee's character arc is. What if Bumblebee doesn't like humans? He just finds he's just like he's annoyed that he has to be in disguise and he has to try to protect them and like make sure that no Decepticons like start start stuff. He he's he's like like why do we care it's more important that we save our own species than care about the the small little problems of these you know of these random little guys on this planet you know what i mean so he starts off in the worst period of human history world war ii and the holocaust and all this maybe this is way too heavy for a transformers movie i don't know but he he like starts off in a bad part of human history and then he meets shia labeouf and their relationship is allows him to like sort of soften up to humans and be able to relate and care for them. Yeah, yeah. Is that? Yeah, I think that could work. Is that too cheesy? No, no. I think that could work. Um, that's not cheesy. I I, I, I do look, I do like the okay. God. Uh, I want to look forward towards um, what what kind of plot can we give Bumblebee? Mm-hmm. Um that's significant and meaningful um like he's looking for the allspark obviously yeah i was thinking that shia labeouf could fulfill those roles in the current movie where like maybe he is like a hacker or something like he's doing the the human Mm -hmm. navigating of the navigating through the human world to try to uh allspark sure sure um i so would bubble be he would be encountering other decepticons and um i mean is that the only plot that i that we can come up with is he's battling big robots um yeah that's it yes i mean that's kind of what transformers is it's just a bunch of robots punching each other even you know on every level that's pretty much what it is um. So you're saying we need to figure out what Shia LaBeouf is going to be doing, why he's there. Uh, I'm. I want to figure out what Bumblebee's going to do because I feel like we we can easily give 
Shia LaBeouf some meaningful action, but I'm right. wondering what meaningful action we can give the Bumblebee. Um, well, presumably they're, if they land on Earth and they're going to be investigating, trying to find the AllSpark, right? Yeah. Um, I, so I definitely think it would be interesting if we had like a montage of B from World War II up to the present. Like, seeing him in the different decades, driving around, maybe, you know, being used by different owners and changing his appearance every couple of years while he's, you know, let's say, you know, moves around America as inconspicuously as possible trying to find clues of the AllSpark. You know what I mean? That could be fun. It's like... In, yeah, yeah, in, that's true. He, he lands in the 40s and he's like, you know one of those 40s street cars, like Model T style. No, obviously not Model T. I don't know what cars were around in the 40s. But, um, <laughs> you know, like an old style car. And then in, in the in the 60s, he's like a, one of those, he's like a love bug. And then the 70s, he's, I don't know. Yeah, he's, yeah, in, no, like, you, he's in the 20s and he's like one of those, re- like those first cars, like a wooga, a wooga. He's like so uh, advanced. <laughs> um... Okay, so I I'd say that's our first act figured out at least. Like uh, I'd, I'd like, say yeah, he's he's searching for the AllSpark through the decades. Uh, maybe right. he hits a wall, like he loses the pat, and he's like, I can't freaking find it. Mm-hmm, and Shia mm-hmm. LaBeouf is he comes in and he provides, um, like a oh a, 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 not a role, but he yeah. is able to help his. Uh, Bumblebee's journey in a way that Bumblebee yeah, yeah, yeah. is going to do on his own. Whereas, like, what oh, if we? Are, I can help you f- look for it even more. Yeah. What if we did a thing where, um, not even that he hits a wall, but he's been searching for like, let's say, half a century or something like that. Let's say you know he's he's in the eighties or the nineties or something like that. And at a certain point, like him and all the Autobots have been in different areas searching for the AllSpark. They can't find it. And after all this time. He meets up with Optimus Prime, and Optimus Prime is like, I haven't heard from Cybertron in however, you know, in over a decade. It's probably safe to assume that the Decepticons won, so it might be best if we just stop trying and just live among humans until we die. You know what I mean? Like, he did, he basically just says... Damn, that's it's more t- dark. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like, it's like you know, we, we can't find the AllSpark the Decepticons have probably won by now, so maybe it's best just to live with humans. And B is like, I don't like... Bumblebee's like, I don't like humans. So I really, really, really want to find the AllSpark. And then his newest... Uh, what do you call... His newest mustache? Is that a thing? His mustache? Yeah, it's like... it's like um, That's like what you say when you're using someone as a disguise. Right? <laughs> that's a thing. What? That's a thing. That's a thing that, um... Ah, <laughs> oh, God, I can't remember. Whatever. He, he, you know, he freaking goes undercover with Shia LaBeouf's character. And all the other Autobots have basically given up. And Bumblebee is on the verge of giving up. And then he, and then, let's say, Shia LaBeouf accidentally discovers him in Robot Farm. And so is B this, has to... Ex- is this, like, a literal mustache? Like... No, it's the full Autobot, and he has, and he's in disguise. With no, it's a, a thing. Okay, someone's <laughs> listening to this, and they're gonna be like, "Yes, I know what Isaiah is talking about." It is a thing. I don't know if it's called a mustache, but it's a thing. All right, don't don't start with me. 
<laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, yeah. So, how does that sound? The uh, Autobots. Yeah, like the Autobots. He's, he's the last one. Um, and then I mean, we. Okay. Hmm. I'd be concerned about making Optimus Prime like just like he gives up. You know, mm-hmm. he has to be like the leader. Um, well, it could be another Autobot tells him it's time to give up. Optimus Prime is off on the other side of the planet do, doing his oh. thing. Yeah, yeah. But one of the yeah, one of the auto- like, uh, another the, like, another yeah. Autobot does that, yeah. and they said he me- he meets up only... with the smart car, the this the one who told them to go to Earth in the first place, and he's like. A, this one is the pragmatist pra, pragmatist pragmatic pragmatist. Pra, pragmatist i think i think it's pragmatist pragmatic this one's a realist and um <laughs> he he just goes you know he he's just like i'm not telling you to give up but we might need to start thinking about giving up because we've been at this for a very long time and we haven't found anything you know what i mean yeah yeah and so and then then be bumblebee you know, infiltrates Shia LaBeouf's family, and then through whatever you know thing, Shia LaBeouf finds out the truth and decides to help him, and that'll be the end of our second act. Or maybe that's too much time. Um, no, I think uh, you'd be able to write that in a a good amount of time. Um, well, just, well, maybe maybe the way Shia LaBeouf finds out is. Uh, Bumblebee fights a Decepticon, because I'm just trying to make sure that we have some action in there. Because if if we wait too long for the actual like the actual plot to start, where Bumblebee and Shia LaBeouf go look for the Allspark, then we're gonna have some bad pacing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we don't want to introduce Shia LaBeouf like 20 minutes in. Right, right. I mean, um, 20 minutes in could work. I just I was I was worried about like an hour in and we only have 30 minutes left to get the whole rest of the thing going alright anyway um I think that sounds good question mark so um, far yeah like like Bumblebee appears on the planet montage mm-hmm. looking for the allspark right um, can't find it cut to present day to Shia LaBeouf doing his thing and he starts finding clues to other things yeah. Cut back to Bumblebee saying like, and to that other Autobot saying like, "Hey, we haven't found it in like five decades. It's right. not here. We got to yeah. give up." And Bumblebee uh-huh. was like, "We got to keep going. Optimus Prime wouldn't give up." Well, yeah, then Optimus would never give up. Yeah. and he maybe he um make takes uh, finds a leap forward. He makes a breakthrough in find, locating the Allspark, so that triggers like an energy thing, and that's what uh, leads bumblebee to him potentially um hmm i and or either way i see what i see what you're saying that could be in a timely manner that could be yeah done i i kind of like the idea of shia labeouf not necessarily being part of the whole transformers side of it until he realizes that bumblebee is a transformer you know what i mean so it's like the whole time Bumblebee has been trying to do this by himself and just like, like you know, ignore humans more or less and just do his thing and like not get caught. And then once he yeah. finally gets a human to help him, then the ball starts rolling a lot faster. Do you know what I'm saying? Well, why would Shia LaBeouf help Bumblebee if he didn't or he, he would already need a stake in it? Well, that's what I'm saying. His stake in it is like, 
oh, my car is alive and is his species is about to die out, I guess I'll help him because I'm a really nice guy. <laughs> oh, man. I, I mean, I feel like that's enough. Really nice. Yeah, I feel like that's enough motivation for a side character. That's how I'm seeing Shia LaBeouf. You know, I don't oh, see him. okay, yeah. That, that. I mean, obviously, he should have some sort of interest that'll help Bumblebee. Like you said, like he's a hacker, or maybe he's a historian of some kind, or I don't, you know, that could work. S- s- some kind of scientist, something that like because he has a unique set of skills, so to speak, that let him <laughs> help Bumblebee find the cube. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just because I want to make sure we don't lose Bumblebee's character arc of not liking humans hating humans and then meeting a human who he unexpectedly likes and then being able to respect humans you know what i mean by the end okay. of the movie yeah, yeah, yeah. um okay so cool. so they link up and they're yes. like let's find this damn ass cube you know what's right. funny i'm just gonna uh, jump forward a little bit okay um, presumably they find the cube mm-hmm. um and i can imagine bumblebee was like i've been searching for this damn ass cube for decades and you find it in like two days. <laughs> <What the laughs> yeah, hell? pretty much, pretty much. I think that'll be part of the character. That that would that would be a pretty good part of the character too. If he's like, wow, they can't they can't get into space, but apparently they're not too dumb because they did this in a day. So that's great. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. That 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 that'll be a, that would definitely be a funny moment though of just being like Jesus Christ, it was here the whole time. God. Um. Okay, so then let's figure out what Shia LaBeouf is go- how like what is Shia LaBeouf good at that helps Bumblebee find the cube. You know what I mean? Um. Uh, bu- bu- yeah, I think the hacking. Um, hacking. hacking for- oh, oh, you know what? Mm-hmm. What we could draw some inspiration for is. Uh, did you ever see Pacific Rim? No, I actually haven't. Hit me. The first one's really good. Um, okay. Also, a lot of um, battling robots and stuff. Sure. Um, but they had a side story with Charlie Day uh, of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia fame. Yeah, I love and Charlie Day. He, I love him, too. I mean, he's no John Totoro, but, I mean, he's still really yeah, good. I mean, he might be a little better than John Totoro. <laughs> yeah. That Jar- Charlie Day is a funny guy. Okay, let's he get that out guy. there. Un- Always Sunny is an amazing show. Anyway, what were you going to say? I think the ranking goes John Totoro, Charlie Day, uh, Carrot Top. Those, <laughs> those are my top three. Carrot Top. Those are my top three. Okay. But... <laughs> All right, good. Uh, so there's a side story with Charlie Day's uh, He's the B story where he's not. he's never in a robot. He's, like, running around trying to solve the mystery of, like, how to beat the monsters, whatever. So he's running around town and um, doing, you know, like a small character uh, down-to-earth story. So I right. think we can apply that to this, where uh, we can... And I think that's what we were getting at, anyway. Uh, Bumblebee's mm-hmm. doing his uh, big uh, Autobot thing, and Shia LaBeouf, he could be uh, the hacker as of, as of right now, and... Sure. Shia well, LaBeouf's running through and yeah, discovering I, other things. I honestly imagine. Oh, so if we're going five acts, I feel like we have the first two acts figured out. They meet up. Shia LaBeouf decides to help him, and then I feel like the, the beginning of the third act should basically start with a road trip, with the two of them now like Shia LaBeouf inside of Bumblebee now going to find the cube. Do you know what I mean? 
and that's where we have the like did some detective work style stuff where they're trying to figure it out because that 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 way we're we're building the relationship between Shia LaBeouf and Bumblebee and helping Bumblebee's character art you know what I'm saying uh, I think on a personal level uh-huh. I wouldn't want a road trip because I've seen that too much yeah, you know but it's mean? a road trip with a giant robot. <laughs> Freaking Sonic the Hedgehog did a road trip with a regular <laughs> guy, and it like oh, I haven't, I haven't seen that movie yet. No spoilers. Oh, well, That's there's a hedgehog. probably gonna be a future episode, so no spoilers. Um, I don't. John Turturro's in that movie. Really? No, but he would have oh. made it better. That is, that's awesome. I'm hoping, all I'm hoping for that movie is Jim Carrey is, is good. Like that's, oh, that's you won't be disappointed. Only... Okay, cool. Ben Schwartz, yeah. I think, also voices Sonic, and I like Ben Schwartz a lot. He's very funny. Yeah. yeah. Um, anyway. Anyway. <laughs> movie. So I don't, I don't know if it needs to necessarily straight up be a road trip movie, but I do think it should be like the two of them palling around, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I just want, like, the third act should be when, now that both of them know who each other are, they're, now we're starting to build their relationship. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Okay. Oh, God. I'm, am I going to burp? Am I going to burp? Nope. All right. Are you going to burp? Uh, no, I'm good. So, we have... Oh, what about this? What if Shia LaBeouf is an astronomer? Okay. He, hear me. Hear me out. Hear me out. Okay. Shia LaBeouf is a, an astronomer, right? And there's a historical record of uh, uh, a, like a meteor, a meteor landing or a meteor shower or something like that. You know what I mean? Way back in okay. in Roman times, ancient Roman times, like the, the Romans are like, oh, snap, look at that meteor. It's you know falling in the Western Hemisphere. I don't know, whatever. And... Bumblebee tells him the story about Cybertron, and then Shia LaBeouf is like, wait a second, that timeline matches up with this mysterious meteor crash, and no one was ever able to find the meteor, or find the crash site, you know what I'm saying? So maybe it's the same event? Is that... You know so I mean? that that's, pres- that's presuming that... Um, uh, he, uh, astronomy can lead to like clues and stuff how to find the allspark yeah like well i mean like you know ancient astronomers were actually very meticulous in charting the stars so yeah. if you if you can find those old if you know where to find those old records then you could potentially figure i would assume you could potentially figure out where and when a meteor strike happened you know what i mean yeah yeah and I get you know it's also a movie. We don't have to like be too <laughs> yeah, too fake. beholden to reality. You know what I'm saying? I just feel like the the, the hacker kid is a little too um, is a little too done. You know what I mean? Tr- like it happens trite, a lot. I think trite, not tr- I think the not tr- It's a trope, not trite. Trope, I'm not yeah, trying. Yeah. I'm not trying to trivialize trivialize what you're saying. I'm just saying like like some maybe astronomers something a little more unique if you have another idea i'm down to hear that too that was just something i, I you know of. i i'm not against that idea um yeah uh, i think no, i think tri- i think trite's the right word because <laughs> i'm no, looking no, up the no, definition no, no. it says uh overused oh okay i trite always meant to me like like small like insect like 
oh, is it like, oh, how, oh, whatever, no, 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 brush no, no, it no. off, you know what I mean? Okay, uh, anyway. I'm, I'm, yeah, yeah, anyway. Um, so, so could... through celestial charting bodies, he he crunches the numbers and sounds like, and uh, Shia Buff is like, okay, so if I have this right, it the timeline matches up and it should have landed somewhere, I don't know where, somewhere that they have to now get to. You know what I mean? How about... Okay. Yeah. How about, like, um, they meet up mm-hmm. and he... Bumblebee tells Shia LaBeouf about everything, and everything's the same thing. He's an astronomer. And um, Shia LaBeouf is starting to realize that they're coinciding events, and maybe there's, like, this um, anomaly during his time that it's it's the anomaly um, that he always wanted to go check out, like, but he couldn't go to all of these places. And he's like, okay, now let's go on this treasure hunt. To go find the all spark, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe that's what sure. you're already going for, <laughs> but like, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, that's like, just like uh, the that's like the detail side of it, where it's like, oh, got gotcha. you know, Shia LaBeouf. Let's say him and B met in Southern California, and now Shia LaBeouf is able to uh, help Bumblebee deduce that the cube landed in I don't know, in like the Bermuda Triangle or something like that, and you know. From a character side, Shia LaBeouf, in this case, would be probably, like, a loner kid, someone who's really shy and timid and all that kind of stuff, and his his uh, yeah. character arc is going to be him becoming, like, a bold adventurer type who's able to, like, take yeah. action. And finally, at the end of the movie, when the when all the heroes win, he goes back to high school and he acts out, he asks out Megan Fox and she says yes. <laughs> he's got he's got a cool new car and he's he's, he's Wait, in the last now. two, in the last, like, ten minutes, he, added, uh-huh. he meets Megan Fox? No, it's uh, it's we'll introduce Megan Fox in the typical high school romance thing where it's like he like you know Sam's driving to school and he sees her and he's like oh god and like everything goes slow motion and but he's too much of a wimp to actually ask her out you know what I mean which I think is pretty similar to how the movie is right now except we don't make we don't I don't know <laughs> we don't make Megan Fox a character. But at the same time, I feel like this is a little bit more respectful than how Michael Bay treats Megan Fox anyway, so. Oh, yeah. Uh, um, anyway, that's just, I don't I don't care, like, too much about Shia LaBeouf's arc, but that that's a pretty easy one that we can go with. <laughs> I mean, this Again, is, we're, fo- uh, we're focusing this is a major, on the robots. This is a major budget film, so yeah. are we going to adhere ourselves to the reality that we need, like, a romance subplot or be like or we're in a happy space we don't have to go to those lengths i mean like yeah like i'm like the romance subplot can just be something that we tack on at the end i don't like like i said i don't care like i want to focus on the robots but like we need like if you're gonna have a character in there he needs to have some sort of character arc you know what i mean and that's that was just an easy one i you know pulled out in a second you know he's he's a shy kid who becomes bold because he goes on an adventure with his robot car and then he asks out the hot cheerleader and she says yes or maybe or maybe she says no and he's like but it's okay because i have self-confidence now who, who cares yeah, he still <laughs> rejected. yeah. oh who my cares? god it doesn't, it, it doesn't matter point is they they find out where the cube is bumblebee radios all the all the all the homies to meet up 
and they're gonna roll out Autobots roll out to the to wherever the the Allspark is, right? Yeah. Um, okay. So. So we have Act One sets up Bumblebee on Earth through the decades. Act Two sets up Bumblebee with Shia LaBeouf. Act Three starts their adventure and ends with them. I'm assuming getting to the cube. Act Four would and be then have to be like a a big fight. Yeah. So we're gonna have to have. Um, Act Four. They find the cube. They get it somehow. I'm like bad guys get it and we have then we have a ticking clock where the good guys now need to go stop the bad guys from doing whatever evil thing they're gonna do i have a i have kind of a dumb question okay um with this five act structure or even three act structure yeah um any of these structures it it, it doesn't necessarily mean right that each action each act has to be like a perfect, in um, they they all have to be equal to each other in terms of running time. Oh like, no, not um, at all, not at all. Usually, because uh, okay, cool. Go ahead. What are you gonna say? Oh, because uh, when I rewatched this movie, I realized that like Act Three, Four, and Five were all done in the last like ten minutes. <laughs> yeah, um, I th- I mean it. The th- every act structure is just about breaking up a film in a way that makes sense. I kind of see it as. I like five acts because it lets you be a little bit more specific, and then I kind of treat acts like, um, almost like, uh, I don't know, like equations, or like, I guess like a question and answer type of thing, where it's like, you set up, like, at the beginning of your act sets up what our goal is, and then by the end of the act, we discover if they succeed or fail at that goal, and then... So, and you know, most, most of the time in most movie structures, if you're going for three acts, it's like the first act is like the first 30 minutes, the third act is the last 30 minutes, and the second act is everything in between, which is why I like to, I like five acts because it gives us a little bit more like clarity in, in what happens in the middle. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, but that's preference, you know, that's just how I like to think about movies and I, I don't think... A movie doesn't have to strictly adhere to a three-act structure to be good. You know what I mean? Um, anyway. What were we talking about? Um, you were they breaking find... it down. Like, uh, Act yeah. 2 is... And then uh, Act 3, they find the cube and there's a big old battle. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm presuming we'll probably end Act 3 with finding the cube and a fight. Act 4 would be the character's lowest point. Um, so, what is going to be our character's crisis that happens act, in Act 4 that they resolve by Act 5 to to have the final showdown? There's another showdown in Act 5? Yeah, yeah. You, ha- you have the... So you have the main crisis, which uh, leads the characters to their lowest point, and then they pick themselves back up or whatever it is, and then Act 5 begins with the final showdown that leads into the ending so for instance in uh the movie that we have now i'd say like the first you know clash whatever thing is when all of them are arrested by the government you know b starts bumblebee starts getting tortured and 
Shia LaBeouf is like negotiating with the government, all that kind of stuff. Everybody comes together. They all figure out what the plan is, and then they have their final fight in the city against the Decepticons over the Allspark. You know what I mean? Oh. Ugh. So then yeah. what would be the climax of this movie? Uh, in the actual movie? Uh, the climax would be the final fight. I mean, again, this is all terminology. This is all, like, it doesn't have to be this strict. This is just a way oh, okay. to think about it that it makes sense. But the, the if you want to go with the term the climax, the climax would be the big thing where is it's the final confrontation whether the characters fail or to succeed. And then at, everything after that is wrapping up all the loose ends. Yeah. But again, okay. this, is, this, is all, this is all just ways to think about story structure. It, it, it's not stories this is also like an opinion that i have that i feel like more people need to like get on board with if i'm gonna be arrogant about it stories shouldn't be just checking off a checklist of do i have the climax i have the dead i have the, all that oh, you need gotcha. to you I need totally to craft a, you need to craft a story that makes sense for your setting and your characters but you just give them all of these terms so that it's easy to think about in your head if that makes sense yeah yeah i 100 percent uh, okay we have 13 minutes left. Oh, God. Okay. Okay. Uh, so, so I assume so, that maybe um, mm-hmm. they find the the Allspark, they have a battle, and then maybe the Decepticons, like, succeed and they grab the cube. And yes. they're about to um, unleash its power, then all the Autobots and the humans come together and defeat them and take the cube and kill Megatron. Right, right. Okay. How about this? Uh, so I think the the biggest thing to crack in this right now is we need to figure out what our lowest point for our characters is you know like in in romance movies it's always the part where the couple argues for whatever dumb reason and then they're both sad and they're like oh we're never going to get together again love isn't real and then uh, you know you have the (laughs) you have a moment where all the friends characters are like no love is real and he's like yeah you're right love is real and then they get together and everything's happy you know so we need that lowest point right now where the characters feel they're most defeated. So the Decepticons have their hands on the cube, right? We could say something yeah. like, um, okay, if the Decepticons have the cube... All right, okay. First of all, we need to figure out why the Decepticons get their hands on the cube. Does Shia LaBeouf mess um, up? It, does he make a mistake that lets the Decepticons oh, get it? Does Bumblebee mess that up? That would be does, powerful, yeah. Yeah, do, um, what, does someone betray somebody? Like... I, I don't know, maybe Shia LaBeouf tells the military because he's like, all right, we figured it out, but this is a pretty big deal. We need tanks and shit. And then the U.S., the, you know, the human military gets in the way of the Transformers and that lets the Decepticons get the cube. Something like that. I don't know if I like any of those ideas, but we need something like that that leads us to the lowest point. I would I would prefer it would have to be an... Um, a... a f- full-on mistake an action done by Shia LaBeouf or Bumblebee, maybe both, uh-huh. that lets the Allspark fall into the Decepticons' hands. Like, maybe maybe we don't do any betrayals or, or anything. Like, their decisions cause them to potentially lose. That's fair. Yeah, that's good. And again, if we're focusing on Bumblebee as the main character, then... Bumblebee's fault should be what leads to his uh, lowest point. Yes, yes, yes. I agree. Okay, so Bumblebee's yeah. fault is that he doesn't respect humans. He doesn't um, 
he doesn't see them as equals. He doesn't see them as people. Like, he doesn't see them as people. He doesn't see them as worth his time. So, how can that lead to the Decepticons beating him? What can um, Bumblebee what about, do? Um, maybe the humans can offer to help. Be like, hey, we can help defend the Allspark. We maybe have some technology that can... Uh, drive off the Decepticons and Bumblebee's like, uh, get the hell out of my face. And they mm. calls him a slur or whatever. And he's like, Bumblebee. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. <laughs> that, was a hard, that was a hard H. Get out of yeah. my face, human. <laughs> um, and then he, she's like, I'm just going to beat the Decepticons. And then right, the right. Decepticons beat his ass. And then so he's like, well, you should have trusted. I told you. Yeah. Hmm. Okay, so my only concern with that is that I don't see a reason why Bumblebee would refuse. It's one thing it's one thing to not like humans, it's another thing to actively be like, nope, I'm not gonna take the best option. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um What if what if Bumblebee does something careless or reckless, like he's He's so determined to get the AllSpark, he like, I don't know, maybe he blows up a town by accident or something like that, and that causes the government to like, oh. arrest him. Oh. Arrest him, so to speak. Or how, how I don't know how you arrest a giant robot. But, you know, they capture him because he's wrecking shit, and because, I guess because he was too reckless or something like that, the Decept- Decepticons are allowed to get away scot-free, and then Bumblebee and Shia LaBeouf have to convince the U.S. government to help them. Um, yeah, yeah, I think well, that works. But how much does that relate to Bumblebee not liking humans? Does him, you know what I mean? I, obviously, you could say his carelessness and like not really caring what happens to this town of humans is part of it. I don't know if that's a good enough link though to his character. You know what I mean? Hmm. Ooh, what if he I mean destroyed... maybe at this maybe at this if... point Optimus comes down and he's like, "Hey, you got to get your head out of your ass, man." Mhm. I Yeah, that okay, real quick, let's back up. Should Optimus and all the other Autobots, I feel like they should be part of the road trip. They should like meet up with them at some point. I don't think it or maybe it would be better if Optimus and all the other Autobots show up at the 11th hour. They like I think at the 11th hour um, because that would be a pretty, which is which is tough yeah. because you know this is a Transformers movie. Yeah, but the alternative is if all of the Optim- Autobots are there mm-hmm. um, with Shia LaBeouf and they're all on a road trip. There's going to be a lot of characters that are yeah. doing like nothing. <laughs> That's true. You're very right. Yeah. No, I think yeah. I think that could also be pretty impactful because Optimus Prime is obviously the most iconic character in this series. So if he if it's like stuff is going bad and the plant's not working and all of a sudden a giant, you know, semi-truck rams through debris and then jumps into the air and transforms into Optimus Prime and he's like, Autobots, roll out! And everybody's like, yeah, Autobots! Transformers! So... <laughs> uh, what if uh, Optimus is communicating with um, Bumblebee, like, via transmitter the whole time? Yeah, yeah, no, that's like, fine. Yeah. 
Yeah, they're like in yeah. contact, and he and they're like, you know, yeah, that's that's totally fine. I was just wondering if it makes more sense for us to have a group of characters because we want the focus to be more on the Autobots, or if it makes sense to just focus on Bumblebee and then have the auto other Autobots be secondary characters. But I think, but I think you were right before when you said we're going to have a lot of characters who aren't doing anything, so we should we should hold off on the other Autobots for now. Okay. Like I was saying about the destroyed town, what if Bumblebee destroys a national monument? Oh, what if? What if he, like, what if, okay, all right, this is just me just completely spitballing, I don't know, what if the cube is, like, buried under a Mayan temple or something like that? It's, like, this, you know, huge artifact, part of human culture and history, and Bumblebee's like, oh, that, that that's where the cube is? Blows it up and immediately goes digging for it. Do you know what I mean? And that int- uh, attracts the attention oh, of the military. Yeah. Is that... Yeah. I, that doesn't really relate to Shia LaBeouf too much, but it does... Well, like, uh, maybe hmm. Shia LaBeouf is... Um, Shia LaBeouf can lead him there, um, and he but can I think, say, like, hey, there's a better way to, to um, yeah. but get, I think get if, to it. Yes, yeah. But I think if if we're going to have Bumblebee destroying stuff, I think it needs to be re- personally related to Shia LaBeouf. Otherwise, their like, sort of falling out isn't going to really have too much weight. You know what I mean? What if Shia uh, LaBeouf is like, that's my favorite monument. Don't destroy <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that's, that'd be great. Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. Um, ooh, this is... I can't. This I'm surprised. This is the part that I'm having trouble with. I think it would help if if we set up a, a secondary want for Shia LaBeouf. Like, what does he want? Um, he wants in Megan this, Fox. Yes, but besides Megan Fox, he needs something. <laughs> so, if he, like, let's say he's an astronomer, right? What if? Um, I don't know. What if? Bumblebee just like blows up MIT, and he's like, "That was my dream school." Now that's dumb. Um, uh, <laughs> if he's oh, this... uh, it could be ah man. It could. What if it's kind of like what it's in the movie, and the Allspark is like underneath a dam, and Bumblebee is like, "I'll just destroy the dam," and Shadow Buff is like, "Dude, all these people are gonna die. Don't do that, man." Right, but then again, like. Because cause those those people like aren't related to Shia LaBeouf personally, you know. I I, I feel like we need some personal stake. Because I think Bumblebee and Shia LaBeouf need to have a falling out and be at their lowest point before we have our big resolution, fun climax part. So Bumblebee, Bumblebee, Bumblebee. Oh my god, <laughs> Bumblebee yeah. needs to do something that pisses off Shia LaBeouf and it needs to be something personal enough that we feel like Shia LaBeouf's anger or a, you know resentment towards Bumblebee is earned do you know what I mean obviously yeah, yeah, yeah. Pe- obviously you know killing a bunch of people is not is not good but at the same time if they're presumably if they're friends Shia LaBeouf is like okay that was really not good but I you know you're still my buddy versus if Bumblebee does something that like personally offends or hurts Shia LaBeouf, you know what I mean? Um, ah, boy, oh boy, oh boy. Um, huh. maybe 
Yep. Bumblebee kills Megan Fox. Oh wow, that is that's pretty dark. He uh, <laughs> was, was about to kill a whole town of people. Yeah, like, ah, I know, but you don't kill big. the hot romance interest. <laughs> that's too dark for us. Well, that's they too bring dark back for American. That's true. Did you? Have, I know you didn't say this, but it sounded like you said we bring her back with the ox cord. Uh, <laughs> I, was like, I was like, we bring her, we bring her back with some early two thousands jams. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was thinking that you she'd be dead, and then you'd be like, "Yo, I'm gonna put my mixtape or like some trash <laughs> exactly. playlist," and she's like, "What? She get lost in the dead? Get lost in the beat? Boom! Um, oh god, we we have two minutes left. Uh, oh god, okay." Uh, Personal stakes, personal stakes. Shia LaBeouf, um, what does he want? What does Shia LaBeouf want? He's a nerdy astronomer who got a cool oh, car. Okay, to... how about this? Let's list up the stakes. Okay. Um, uh, there are two ways to deal with the AllSpark. One, uh, they get it to Optimus, but there's uh, they would have to defend it or wait, which would put it at greater risk for the Decepticons, or they uh-huh. destroy it, which could potentially kill billions of people. Um, it the whole human race won't go extinct, but it will kill like a whole one continent of people. For, yeah. To for an oh, okay. No, how about this? How about this? How about they get the AllSpark? They they like they find it, they get it. That's all fine. But then the Decepticons show up and they basically hold the planet hostage. And so they're like, either give us the AllSpark or you know this planet gets nuked. And Shia LaBeouf is like, hey, I don't want the planet to get nuked. Can we give him the oh, AllSpark? Yeah. And Bumblebee is like. No, the AllSpark is how my species is going to survive. I don't care. You know, like, this is more important than saving the, the stupid Earth. Who cares about the Earth? What have you guys ever done? You know what I mean? That's true. That's true. Yeah. I, I, it's not It's not perfect because I still want it to be more closely related to Shia LaBeouf. We never really figured out his character motivation. But I, at, least in, at least in that sense, it's like Bumblebee is literally choosing the AllSpark over Shia LaBeouf. And then... Yeah. Yeah. We have the lowest point. Maybe Bumble, like I said before, maybe Bumblebee gets captured by the government, and the government's like, "Hey, you know what? We're gonna give him the AllSpark." And Shia LaBeouf and Bumblebee, and maybe Optimus Prime comes in at this point and is like, "Listen, I understand where you're coming from, but even if you give it to them, they're still gonna nuke it anyway. So just let's work together." And then we have our big fight, and then it's the end of the movie, and Shia LaBeouf bangs Megan Fox. What like? So all of that happens in 30 minutes. The rest, well, hour and a half, is just him begging Megan Fox. <laughs> no, no. I'm not weird. I'm not Michael Bay. Okay. Um, oh, gosh. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I think... I th- oh, we're out of time. Dang. No! Dang it. Okay. Um, how, how are you feeling about that? But I think that worked. I mean, okay. it's it it's pretty suitable, but it's not perfect. Yeah, which I feel like actually describes a Transformers movie. Yeah, so I think we were successful. I mean, I think our goal should always be: Do we feel like we made something that that sounds more interesting than what we already have? You know what I mean? Um, yeah, yeah, I would say so. And I feel like there's a lot of detail you need to get in there, and like, I think our biggest mistake was not figuring out what Shia LaBeouf's motivation would be earlier in the in our talk yeah but i think we did something fairly interesting it was pretty by the numbers i'll say that at least but it's also transformers like i don't know i can't really 
it's not really well, easy to draw complex hu- human, you know, predicaments out of yeah. robots that turn into cars. Maybe, sometimes. I mean, we could have gone the opposite way and just had it all on Cybertron. That's true, but then potential. I think, like like you were saying before, I think there that might be a step too far away from people caring. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. If it's all about a bunch of aliens on an alien planet maybe that you know there that's a leap too far in terms of getting people to care at, yeah. at the very le- yeah that's true yeah maybe in a, maybe in a, you know five sequels down the line you could have one all about all, all on cybertron <laughs> yeah once yeah. once we really really like bumblebee and all the transformers we want to see everything about them um all right i think we're good to go How i you think feeling? so i feel good i'm a little mm-hmm. uh hot so I need to turn on a fan. <laughs> yeah, me too. I have my door cracked open, and it's it's okay. Anyway, um, everybody, thanks for listening. Uh, I hope you enjoyed it. It's, I know Transformers isn't really exactly the movie that everybody cares about right now, but it seemed like a fun topic. If you have any other suggestions of movies, TV shows, video games that you think we should try to rewrite, let us know. Um, we'll try to get to them. And I think that's it. You got anything to say, Ben? Uh, no. Thanks for listening, everyone. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. Have a great day. Stay safe. And remember, Michael Bay sucks. I don't know. Whoa. I, I really got to figure out a sign-off. I can't think of a good one. Every time I always forget uh, to do it, and I don't plan ahead, and then it comes to it, and I just blank. How about skip dee doopity here comes the poopity. Wait, hold on. Uh, rickety rockety, I gotta fix that plockety. Nope. Um. <laughs> plottity? I was trying to say plottity, yeah. Alright, yeah. this is this bit is going on for too long. Thanks for listening, everybody. Okay. Peace out.